0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature.
1: It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What you're feeling, how you're behaving, how you're how you're greeting life is is what's gonna come back to you.
0: Welcome to Overflow the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup? Meanwhile, your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe. because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. I am so thrilled. I'm so excited to have Adam Kruger on our podcast. I know, I know Adam from our Podcast Accelerator course. We are fellow podcasters. His podcast is called Enhanced Living, and he really focuses on uplifting and the transformation to improve every aspect of life. He's a guide. And he wants us to become the best version of ourselves, and he shares his experience and his life's journey. And I've been listening to his podcast and joining his meditations. I'm a big fan. Turns out he's a Habs fan. He's from Montreal. <laughs> he is a people person. He has hosted many events, thousands, multi-thousands, a TV show. He's been in stand-up comedy, but I think the part that I'm drawn to is he's a certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher. And I again, I love, Adam, the podcast. I love your mission. I love the uh, meditation and the fact that you are helping people. And I think we need that so much in the time of this pandemic and being stuck in our four walls. So thank you for joining us.
1: Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's so great to be here. I'm
0: thrilled. I think there's (laughs) so many things we can talk about. I think one of the things I'd like us to talk about is... The um, the concept of raise your vibration, raise your vibe. Mm-hmm. I often think that we are so busy and there is a lot going on and it's so easy to be negative or to have the weight of the world on our shoulders and to have that in our thoughts and in our words and in our conversation. Sometimes it's less sexy to talk about the good stuff. It's actually easier to talk about the bad stuff and everything that's weighing us down. so. Tell me what, tell me what you think about raising your vibration. I love
1: this conversation. I mean, you know, it's funny because you said sometimes it's easier to discuss the negative stuff, Mm -hmm. right? We like to, as human beings, we kind of, we like to share in each other's misery for some reason. It's a weird, it's a weird thing where, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the first things you do when you get together with someone is you complain about the tough day that you had or about the traffic that you sat in or about how the kids were running amok and they destroyed the house or whatever, whatever it is that you're dealing with. And, and I think at the root of it all is, is just a need to connect, right? People want to be connected. We want to feel like people understand us. We are searching for that oneness, which to be perfectly honest, we already have. So When I talk about raising your vibration and raising your frequency. A lot of people think that that's like this, like, you know, woo woo stuff that's out there and it's not because Look through quantum physics through science. We've already proven that everything is energy. If you go and look under a microscope at your hand right and you or you take skin cells, for example, you're going to find little atoms and molecules and within those little atoms and molecules. It's mostly empty space. And then at the nucleus of the atom, you'll have protons, neutrons and electrons bouncing in and out of out of frequency, literally around the nucleus of these atoms. Right. So and they've shown through scientific testing that the electrons that bounce around around the nucleus, it's not orbiting like a like a solar system. They literally pop in and out of existence based on how they're being observed. So we are literally popping in and out of existence on a on a molecular level. Yes. Um, constantly. So now I realize that that's kind of crazy and sort of out there, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's science, right? So when we talk about raising your vibration, right? Things that are, that vibrate more freak more, more faster, right? Yes. That has a higher vibration and things that vibrate slower has a slower vibration. So your table, for example, is vibrating at a lower frequency than the air that's circulating in the room. So when I talk about raising the vibration, I'm talking about your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. Now your thoughts, those are physical things. They are they are vibrational things. They carry an energy to them when you and the way to know if your thoughts are vibrating in a positive direction or a negative direction it's really simple your emotions are your guidance system so if you have a positive thought if you start to think wow what a beautiful day it is you get this kind of like really nice feeling that kind of circulates through your body that's your body's way of telling you hey you're thinking good things we have this this advanced warning system in our body which is our emotions so when you're feeling negative or you're feeling anxious, or you're feeling sad, or whatever it is that you're feeling, um, that's a sign that, hey, you know what, your thoughts aren't where they need to be. So when I talk about raising the vibration and raising your energy, it's about focusing on the things that help you raise that emotion. So it's really not like a crazy out there sort of thing. Raising your frequency, you've seen it. Like how many times have you walked into a room and or been at a party or been at an event? I know lately these days, there's no parties really. And if there are, shame on people throwing parties because we can't do that right now. Yeah. But you we know, are walking you
0: know. into rooms and seeing people and we are seeing their vibration for sure. Yes,
1: you, re- you really are. When someone yeah. comes into a room and they're just down in the dumps, you feel it immediately, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like you can just mm-hmm. kind of feel the energy in the room. just Before go, they Oof. say a
0: word, before they even, yeah, it's their yeah. look, it's their body language. Yeah, I would say it is their vibe. Yes, exactly. People
1: say it all the time and they don't necessarily think about what it actually means. So we all have an energetic field that we project around us. That's our aura. And I know that Mm -hmm. the word aura has a very like, you know, airy fairy kind of like feeling to it. And people are like, oh, yeah, don't mess with my aura, man. It's not it's not about that at all. It's Mm -hmm. because we literally are energetic beings. We are all energy. That's all everything really actually is there is an actual energetic field that surrounds us. And it's affected by our thoughts, our feelings and our emotions. And it extends beyond us in at least three feet in every direction. So, and this has been, it's been photographed using Kirlian photography. Uh, People are—we're able to actually perceive this. Some people can actually see it without anything. They're just, their eyes are just able to perceive this. Some people have that ability. I don't. I wish I did. It would be very uh, cool. Can you imagine? Um, but some, Yeah, some people can see it. And so your thoughts and feelings and emotions actually bleed out into your energy field, right? So when I talk about raising your vibration, I'm saying feelings of fear. Uh, really, there's two emotions. There's fear and love. Those right. are the only two emotions that there are. Everything yep. that's negative, negative. Yeah, exactly. Anything that feels like anxious or depressing or down, that's coming from a fear place. If you place examine the thought... Mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be a fear of something. And anything that comes from the positive side, that's going to be a love of something. It's coming from love. So if you're vibrating in a fear place, your, your, your vibe is going negative and that's, that's emanating from your field. And if you're vibrating from a love place, that's emanating from your field. So when I so talk do you have about, a tip?
0: Raising... do you have a tip Adam to help us? Cause I think we have to raise our vibration. So I think one is like understanding. And I think I think for the most part, we would all agree that we can get somebody else's vibe or get that sense. Mm-hmm. And then to put the mirror on myself, probably I need to think more about the vibe I'm giving off. But how, do you have any tips like based on the, the work that you do around how we would change our vibe? Like Maybe there is something that we are fearful or scared or anxious about. But how would we change our, because that, that, I love your conversation around raise your vibration.
1: Do you have any? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Yep. So, so when, you, when you take a look at anything, right? As soon as you really delve into it, you're shining a light on it. And what happens when you shine a light into a dark room? The darkness disappears, right? Yeah. So if you can just examine your thoughts and feelings and understand where they come from, instantly you're gonna feel better. Now, energy attracts of like kind. We know this. This is a scientific fact. So if you're vibrating at a frequency of like think of it as a radio, right? If you're mm-hmm. broadcasting at 97.7 FM, but your radio is tuned to 96.2, you're not gonna pick up 97.7. You have to tune yourself to 97.7 to pick up 97.7. Right. So when you think of it from that perspective, you're not going to be able to like so say you're miserable, like you're just down in the dumps, you're depressed, you know, you lost your job, you um, I don't know, well, some COVID. family member sorry.
0: It's COVID, it's pandemic okay, time. Perfect. I, just,
1: I don't think people I don't know if
0: people are dead. well. I don't know that they're, they're down in the dumps, but it is heavy, Adam. Like it's 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 pandemic time. And so even I find myself and, and we were on a call together last night with your, with your meditation course mm-hmm. and the other, there was a few women that I felt aligned with when we all came on, we felt, I mean, not down in the dumps, like we were desperate, but we felt the chaos of the world. Like it was, it, the weight of the world was on us. Like, yeah. And so I'm aware of raising my vibration, but I, I don't always know how to do that.
1: So it's it's really simple. You can't go from feeling the weight of the world to feeling weightless instantly. It's not it's not an energetic That's what I would match. like. Yeah, it's not an energetic it's an energetic mismatch. <laughs> but you can go from feeling the weight of the world and just being like ah to going yes. you know yeah, things are a little bit weird, but I have a loving husband or I have a loving wife. I have three amazing kids or two amazing kids or no kids and my life is free. There's always a a, a thought just above where you're at that will make you feel just above where you're feeling. And then once you attain that level just above, you can reach for the next level just above that. And so you can go from fearful to hopeful to satisfied, to content, to hopeful, too happy, to ecstatic, but you can't go from fearful to ecstatic in one jump. It's just not because most people get to a place where they're feeling one thing and they yes. want to feel something else. Right. But instead of going, instead of going, okay, let me look at why I'm feeling this way. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm afraid of the uncertainty i'm afraid of the fact that hey we haven't been able to get together in groups normally in in four or five months mm-hmm. oh my goodness we we missing we're not. yes exactly i miss hugging my the family members yes yeah all these things right but if you if you kind of flip it on its ear and go okay where where's the positive where's the silver lining what's oh, okay, well, my life has to slow down now. I'm, I'm able to take some time to focus on my mental health. I'm able to take some time to work on myself as a, as a human being. I'm able to maybe pivot into this place where I've started a podcast and I didn't think I was going to do that, but this yeah. gave me the the ability to do this. And now I'm helping people by bringing on guests who are able to you know help them do something. And I'm giving my perspective and able to help people. So all of a sudden all of this, this, this despair around what's happening outside, you've gone, okay, but wait a minute, there's always good in every situation, whether we see it now or not. Now, at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is, is that life happens no matter what we do right? Imagine, imagine it as life being the ocean, right? The waves on the ocean are happening. The storms over the ocean are happening. No matter what we do, we can't control this force of nature. The ocean is going to move. The storms over the ocean are going to happen. The waves are going to come crashing down. Now the question is, do you want to be a piece of driftwood on the ocean being bounced around by whatever happens outside of you? Or would you rather be a boat, with a rudder yeah, or a, surfer. And a sail, yeah. you know, having a little bit of control over the direction of things and not allowing things and maybe like flowing with it. So when the wind blows, you attack and you change direction and you let it push your boat wherever it is that you're choosing yeah, to go. Change your mindset. So it's really exactly that it's, it's about finding that balance and understanding that no matter what happens, the only thing you can control is your reaction to what's happening. Right. You have no control over anything else other than your reaction. Mm. So when I talk about raising your vibration, meditation is a huge thing for me. It's 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 a daily practice and I, I always tell people, I'm like, you're not gonna be able to um, you know, you don't brush your teeth once on a Tuesday and then expect to have no cavities the next month. Right. Right. You got to brush your teeth twice a day, at least every single day to keep your teeth in good shape. Yes. Much the same way you want to floss every day. You don't want to just let it go and Mm -hmm. then go, well, wait, why do I have cavities? I I drink water only. Well, but yeah, but you're eating food and there's stuff getting stuck in your teeth. So (laughs) you got to be able to, you know, you have to do some maintenance. You can't shower once a month and not expect to smell. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's the same sort of thing with meditation. If you, if you do it consistently, day in, day out, every single day, twice a day, what ends up happening is your internal world shifts and changes. And so the external things, they still happen. They do. The yes. difference is, is that the way that you look at them, the way that you respond to them, and the way that you interact with them, that's what changes. And that, that changes your whole world because what happens is those external things no longer have the power to take away your happiness anymore because they're not, your your happiness isn't dependent on the external. Your happiness is dependent on the fact that you found peace and stability within yourself. And nothing Yesterday,
0: can take away. yesterday we, again, on this course that you're running um, last night, you said um, life doesn't happen. It's a difference. I, it just keeps ringing in my head. I thought it was so powerful. So yesterday you said something to the effect that life's not happening. Like kind of like, Three or four centimeters, well, we're in Canada, so three or four centimeters or an inch, I'm not sure if you're American, two inches uh, versus an arm's length. So mm-hmm. is life happening right in front of your nose or is life happening at an arm's stretch? So and it does feel like the times I've experienced this course, the meditation course, where you cause us to A, breathe mm-hmm. and B, you know, sit still and even how you remind us to like calm our thoughts or how you say like witness our thoughts. Mm -hmm. There is something about experiencing life where it's happening so close to me that I, you know, like the whole podcast is around overflow, right? So that I'm in my overflow, that I'm loving life. You know, life is happy. Life is good. I'm living my life, not being pushed and pulled by all the demands. And so when you said, you know, it's verse, it's meditation in as a practice is life versus, you know, could be right in front of your nose versus at an arm's length where somehow, I'm not sure whether it's the groundedness or the breathing, but somehow I'm able to just approach whatever's happening, whether it's, you know, puppy or a husband or work, somehow I'm able to it's it's like i have just that many more breaths rather than this short breath to respond
1: yeah yeah that's exactly what it is so when I say that life happens like right in front of your face, and by mm-hmm. the way I can speak in centimeters or inches because <laughs> I, I'm I was born in Montreal and I, I live in LA, so I'm I'm <laughs> I'm a dual citizen with two passports and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> we love um, you for it. <laughs> well, because you know, of course, like, you know, having options is always nice, but it, it's just, you know, I've I've had the experience of growing up in one country, living in another, and so it, it gives me perspective on different mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ways of life. You know, there's things I don't understand in, in many capacities, but we'll not get into that right now. Um, <laughs> talking about uh, having life straight in your face, right? Mm-hmm. That's how life happens for, I want to say, like 98% of the population. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're. I thought you were going to say 98% of the time. <laughs> no, no, for the population, that's, that's what it is. Life is just right here. It and is. Everyone's it really just kind of reacting and getting bounced around like that driftwood on the ocean. It's true. Right? But what meditation does for you is it does it allows you to see when you touch base or when you touch when you when you reconnect with who you really are who you really are is is divine consciousness individuated in one single point in time that's what you are and i know that that might be something kind of hard to grasp but that's what we are we're individuated points of consciousness Mm -hmm. as soon as you have that awareness of like i'm not the thought that i'm thinking right now wait a minute i'm having a thought about the thought, hold on a second, stop. And then you can actually witness the thoughts. As soon as you have that, that realization, you've begun to wake up. Once you've begun to wake up, there's no going back to sleep. You, you just literally realize that there's more to life than this physical world, right? There's the physical world is very real to us because we perceive it with our five senses, which by the way, we have much more than five senses, but the five main senses that we perceive things with That's that's what we perceive as real. But I mean, in actuality, we're only able to perceive less than 1% of the spectrum of light, less than 1%, which means over 99% of the spectrum of light that's going on around it. We don't even see it. Okay, so we are perceiving less than 1% of actual reality. We have no idea what's actually going on around us. There could be like little mini elves doing acrobats on my, sh- like acrobatic movements on my shoulders for all I know. I have no but idea. Yesterday it
0: felt like a lot of uh, chaos was happening. I
1: couldn't actually right? see it, but it was spinning. It, the life life was spinning. There were. You You can, but when you, when you touch, when you make contact with the infinite within yourself, which by the way, everybody has that ability and that capacity. It's a matter of really just following your breath, going inside, observing the thoughts, and if you do this long enough, eventually and look, there's techniques obviously that help accelerate this process, and that's what I teach, of course. But, you know, again, um, one of the spiritual masters that my wife's family followed, uh, Sankeshvadas, who is a singing saint, um, he's no longer uh, you know, on on earth, let's say, but he's he um he used to say that uh, uh truth is one, the paths are many, meaning There are so many different ways to get to that ultimate truth, right? And I liken that to, look, you're on the freeway headed to, you know, Las Vegas from LA, for example, right? Mm -hmm. And one person's driving a Mercedes, another person's driving a Honda Civic, another person's driving a Maserati or a Tesla or whatever. Everyone's going to get to Las Vegas, By following the directions on the road, they're just taking a different vehicle to get there. Right. So Mm. when you look at the major religions, Buddhism, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, doesn't matter which one, if you go to their core, their base, they're all talking about loving each other and, and really being, they talk about the oneness of the whole world. So every major religion is the same in that they espouse love and peace. If you Absolutely. really, really look at the truth of them, they've been kind of like, if you go to the actual definition of it, Absolutely. they're really all the same. And it's like Absolutely. taking a different car to get to the same destination.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you have to
1: do what resonates with you in order to yes. get to where it is that you wanna go.
0: And kind of takes us back to the conversation of fear versus love. If you choose love, regardless of religion or spiritual like choice, yeah, if at the end of the day you choose love over fear, I think we will all get to a beautiful place, which kind of takes me to this conversation of happiness. So we were Mm -hmm. talking about happiness and making happiness a choice. And I was thinking about your example of you were driving down the highway or the coast, and you were trying to change your mindset. Did you turn up the volume? You cranked up your favorite tunes. And so you were changing your – Yeah, to be yeah, comes
1: back to vibration. Beautiful. It's 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 exactly that. So uh, the story basically, very briefly, you know, back in twenty seventeen I had hit a real real rough patch with with respect to work. My background is in television hosting and on and live events, and I've I've you know, I've been doing this since since I was seventeen years old. So cool. It's oh yeah, and it's a ton of fun, and I love yeah. it, and I and I and I would I will obviously continue to do it. Um, I just right now I think it's so important for people to develop a meditation practice and to really really enhance who they are and how they live because at the end of the day it's all people it's all connections and the more we can touch base with ourselves with our true selves and bring. Positivity to the world, I think that's I think it's just it's paramount. So True. I was I was I digress. I had hit a rough patch where work was very light and I and I was in a place where I I went to go work a job at a telemarketing office and it was legit. It was helping people set up their cable and phone and internet and you know, whatever it was. And yeah. look, it was it was a job. It wasn't something I wanted to do, but it was something that look, you have a a family, a mortgage, you gotta do what you gotta do. And I remember driving to work and i I called my wife and and i was just miserable because i wasn't doing what i was meant to be doing and she she literally stopped me in my tracks and said no enough with the pity party she's like you know change the way you look at things and things you look at change so i said you know what you know what you're right and i and i got off the phone and i started just blasting my favorite music and singing at the top of my lungs and i did this every day and i was grateful for this job that i had that i didn't really want i I changed the the perspective i was like thank you this is amazing i'm so grateful i get to do this for my wife for my son it's going to be awesome every day i went in no matter what i was dealing with i mean there was there was one point in the training where the person training us like you know he's he's writing on the board he bends over and rips a fart like just the loudest and in the room and (laughs) no i know it was hilarious but like literally like i was sitting there and i'm like has this is, is this, this my, my life? life has come to <laughs> like is this like i'm literally now in a small room with six other people where the main person just just blasted a fart as i a, i have a mission in life and i'm not sure
0: <laughs> it was it
1: was insane not sure and,
0: this is the you know is this the path is this the path to
1: truth yeah, right. This is and your then, path, the, Adam. What I did. I, 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 thanked it. I was like, you know what? Whatever. This is hilarious. I'll use the fact that I'm laughing right now. At least I'm, I'm in a joyful you, place. Adam. And, and literally within two weeks, my whole world kind of started to shift around. So, again, if you raise your vibration by, you can be grateful for anything. Really, there's always something to be grateful Amen. for. There's n- no one has nothing to be grateful for. I don't care what you say, there's always something that you can find gratitude in. And that raises your vibration. And when, when we're talking about happiness, you know, I want to, I want to do touch on, on, on the whole idea of happiness is an inside job. It's a choice, you know, once you realize that yeah, you can gain happiness from buying the new car or getting the new job or getting the raise or buying the house or buying the clothes or whatever it is that you want to acquire, whatever things you want to collect. Yes, you're going to get happiness from them, but understand that those things are transient. They will they will fade. And once you get the new car for, for the first two months, it's amazing and you're so happy, but then it becomes, yeah, okay, so this it's is my, my car. car. Mm-hmm. You don't get the same happiness from it. Maybe you do. Maybe the joy is still always there. But at the same time, real true joy comes when you just choose to be happy. When you choose to say, you know what? I love life. Things are great. This is, this is one big game. It's great. If you can make that choice to just be happy, then all those other things that they come and go, sure, they're great. There's nothing wrong with it. Enjoy them. Enjoy them so much. But don't base your happiness on them. Because as soon as they go away, your happiness goes with them. Mm-hmm. But if your happiness is rooted in yourself, nothing can take that away. Oh, it's beautiful.
0: Well, and I think there's a beautiful link to kind of choosing happiness. And when when I, when I was designing the, um, the title and the theme and the the mission of this podcast, we talked about it being called Overflow. So at first we were going to call it Fill Up Your Cup. Mm-hmm. And, and I liked the metaphor of the cup, but it was more about overflowing. So that really, if I'm filling up myself and I'm choosing happiness for me and I'm doing the things that I love, that I'm in my flow, I'm choosing. And I, I, again, like I get that there's the demands and I, I get that there's work and there's life and everything, but at some point, you do need to choose. Like, I love that. You have to choose happiness and how you said it's an inside job. At some point you have to choose what fills you up so that you can overflow and kind of like give to others. I love that. It's an inside job.
1: Yeah. Well, I always say you can't give from an empty cup and that's why when you were saying overflow and... You know, I, I love the concept of the show. And even when you were saying fill up your cup, I, I, I love that concept because <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is that so many people who want to do well for others, they forget to do well for themselves first because they think that that sounds selfish, but it's, it's not. It's really not. And when I say do for yourself first, it's literally make sure that you're complete within yourself because <laughs> until you are, you can't do for others. You can't love someone else unless you love yourself. You can't you can't, you have to be able to f- literally fill up your cup because then once it overflows, you're you're giving the benefits of the work that you've done on yourself to others. That's right. It's the only way to do it.
0: That's right. And you need to keep overflowing, which is why I love the reminder from yourself around meditation. So even mm-hmm. as we were about to start the call, you, you reminded me, well, Kim, it's a practice.
1: Yeah. So yeah, thought, it is a yeah, practice. It's, it's not just know, a, a one-time... It's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you have to do it on a daily basis to to really get the benefits reap from it. the so, benefits. Yeah, it's it's exactly that. You don't work out once and then become muscular. You have to do it every single like not as some people don't have to do that every day. You could do it a couple times a week, mm-hmm. but it's it's the consistency. So with a meditation practice, you know, yeah, if you meditate once, you're going to get benefits from it because you're going to feel peaceful. You're gonna you're gonna breathe. But then what happens is life is still happening. Life is still coming at you no matter what you do. So the question then becomes, how are you gonna mitigate the fact of life coming at you? But with a daily meditation practice, like I said, it puts life at arm's length. It gives yep. you a chance to, when something happens, because you have that meditation practice, because you have that vibrant inner life, what ends up happening is the thing happens on the outside and instead of you going rah and reacting, you you take it in and you're like, okay, well, what's the real root of this? Why is this person behaving this way? you know, let me just breathe into this for half a second. Okay, listen, I hear what you're saying, but I don't agree. And instead of yelling at the person, you respond in kindness. And instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, jumping the gun and making a decision too quickly, you make a decision from a a place of strength. You're exactly right. You've just had three breaths to collect yourself and respond.
0: And sometimes you have a response or sometimes you have a question or sometimes you need to say, I need to walk away and think about it but at at least it's not in your face.
1: Yeah, no, you you, you end up empowered with the ability to decide how you want to respond in that moment. It gives you the ability to honestly look at yourself. And that's, that's the really cool thing. For the first little while, as you start to honestly look at yourself, sometimes that can be scary because you're you're delving into issues that have been programmed into you from childhood. So whether your Mm -hmm. childhood was good, whether it was bad, whether it was anything else. We've all had these experiences that have left indelible prints on us right that are just there forever. And so sometimes looking at those things is very, very difficult. But I promise when you find the strength to do this and you do it in a way where you're centered and grounded in a meditation practice it's liberating. It liberates you from the shackles of these programs that are running in the background that you don't even realize are running.
0: Mm -hmm. Even causing us last night after the meditation to reflect. So we did the meditation, but Mm -hmm. the the session wasn't over. So then it was, we kind of went around the table. We turned off the recording so that it was um, private and people didn't have to worry about it not being a safe environment. But you kind of pressed each of us to Okay, take a minute and reflect. Yeah. And so that that's one thing too, where you're saying, you know, maybe it's patterns, maybe it's old mindsets. But when you've gone through the meditation, you've thought about it, you've stretched. So you know, you've had this imaginary, like it was brilliant, the exercise we went through. Mm-hmm. But then you caused us to um, reflect, and so we did that kind of around the table. But I got out my journal afterwards too and wrote it down so that I could sort of capture what I was thinking. And it was with a fresh mind. If you would have asked me to, to write in a journal an hour before we started and an hour after, it would have been yin and yang. It would have been, it would have really been fear and love because it, it was a chaotic day and the hours sort of changed my perspective, changed my mindset, changed my, literally raised my vibe.
1: Yeah. And that it's amazing that you said that you wrote it down because one of the things that I do in my courses is I have people journal throughout the the weeks. So in the morning when they do the meditation afterwards, I want you to journal. And then at night, before you do your final meditation, you journal again about the day so that you can then put things into perspective because writing it down has some serious power. I personally went through this about four or five years ago where I started journaling uh, about the things that I wanted to see manifest in my life. And these were, these were, you know, monetary things, these were spiritual things, these were personality things. And I remember journaling about it every single day, every single day, every single day, and then all of a sudden, I was in it, I was in it, I was literally like experiencing the things that I had written down. So the power of writing it down is just, it's immense. And you know you 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 look at what 1 hour of of practice will do in in just 1 day taking mm-hmm. you from fear to love imagine having the ability to cultivate this over a daily practice the the depth that you end up with is it's, it's staggering. It's uh, really amazing because your personality shifts. Mm-hmm. Your, your whole demeanor changes. You will literally have friends look or at you. Or your capability
0: like, is somehow, somehow it's, it's the life at, a, at, a, at, a, at an arm's length for me. It's, it's the capability to respond. It's kind yes. of like my husband and I often refer to our wick. So mm-hmm. kind of like a candle's wick. So sometimes one of us will say, I'm at my wick's end. I'm at the end of my wick. And Mm -hmm. and if you have a longer wick, then you just seem more a bit more capable to respond to whatever it is, accidents, work calling, you know, chaos in the background. It's the it's just the capability or the strength, I think, to calmly reply. Calmly respond
1: it also gives you the ability to to bless whatever it is that's coming in because sometimes you know you get that work call and you just get aggravated or you get irritated but instead you you know you got to look at that from there's two ways to look at that you know if something comes in and you're not expecting it you can be like oh man that's bothering me i'm in the middle of something but another way to look at it is oh wow look at this i'm so blessed i have more work coming in this is wonderful." Like, this is so great. I have, I have another opportunity. And so there's this, it's the same, this is the same external stimulus, by the way, it's the same external thing. It's a phone call that's coming in at an unexpected time. The difference is the way that you look at it. And so Continuing with that example, right? If you look at it as an annoyance or as a nuisance, and then you answer the phone, guess what? Your energy of being annoyed and thinking of this as a nuisance, that's translating through the phone call. So do you think that call is going to go well or not so well? Mm -hmm. Not so well. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it as a blessing and you're grateful for it as it's coming through, that's going to translate over the phone. And guess what? It's going to be a very different phone conversation so it's about being open to what's coming and blessing what is because once you surrender to what is that's where the happiness is there's a wonderful book by byron katie called loving what is and it's really all about that it's about accepting what is because once you can accept what is then that's basically you just internally going okay I'm at peace with the flow of life. I'm literally going with the flow. That helps you move along in a productive way in your life and whatever it is that you're doing. Uh,
0: I don't know. I could talk (laughs) and talk. I could just take it all in. I could take it all in. I love, I really appreciate you. I love that you are reminding us to raise our vibe. I've taken a few notes along the way. I have like three or four kind of final questions Um, And you've answered it a couple of times, unless there was anything you wanted to, like, reinforce. But I I wonder, I want to ask every guest, what's the one thing that you do to live in your overflow?
1: I think it's really about surrendering to what is. It's Mm -hmm. about really understanding that life is a series of moments. It's about really staying... Yeah. Rooted in the present moment, because Mm -hmm. as soon as you start to drift to the future, you get anxious about what may be. Mm -hmm. As soon as you start looking at the past, you may get stuck in regret or wondering the what ifs or what could have beens. Mm -hmm. But when you're focused in the present and you're focused on what is, that's where the magic is. Because the truth is, is we don't experience past, past or future. We don't experience that. The only thing we can experience is the present. Everything you experienced in the past happened in the present moment. And when you remember it, you're not even remembering the moment, you're remembering your first memory of that moment, right? Mm-hmm. So, and this has been like scientifically proven, you, you you actually create a memory instantly and you remember your first memory. Of you really do. It is That's
0: that true. That's true. You don't yeah. actually remember the moment. And then when no, you recall you the memory, you're recalling the last time you remembered it. That's why it appears as if, or it, it could, it it evolves, kind of your memory, where you think, "Oh, this is what I remember," but really, it's just the last time you
1: remembered. And it changes yeah, too, which is yeah. why two people can be experiencing the same event and have different memories of mm-hmm. what actually happened, mm-hmm, right? For sure. So, and and at the same time, oh, I love it. Right? In the future, you have no idea. So the only thing that exists is now. And the more you use those neural pathways, the stronger they become. So if you're constantly moving to the past, then your brain is used to living in regret or living in something that is not actually mm. real. If you're constantly trying to plan for the future, and I'm not saying don't plan, I'm saying no. have, have an idea of where you're going, but just stay rooted in what you're doing. Stay
0: rooted. Stay rooted.
1: That's so exactly that's it. I mean that's, that's what it is for me and meditation is kind of like the tool it's the key that unlocks the ability to do these things. So that's that's why I look at it as such an integrative and 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 well just important part. It's vital to being able to unlock this this present minded focus where you can actively and effectively plan for your future and and when I say plan for your future mm-hmm. I mean you're actively manifesting it you're creating your future Mm -hmm. by staying rooted in the present moment because Mm -hmm. when you're rooted in the present moment you're open to everything that may be you're not turning yourself off you're not going oh but it's supposed to be xyz so i have to say no to this it's it's no this is coming in great let's let's do it let's move
0: i love it i love it i love the surrender and i love stay rooted Ah. Beautiful. What about if you were to go back, Adam, what if you were to go back to when you were 21 and you were able to whisper in your ear, would you give that young person some advice?
1: That's a, that's a real interesting question because I truly believe that when you look back at the string of events of your entire life, if you look Mm -hmm. back, you'll realize that every single moment has led you to this very present moment. Mm -hmm. And so to change one thing, Mm-hmm. might change everything. Mm-hmm. So I think the only advice that I would give to myself at 21 is, you know, stay focused. You're on the right path. Keep, keep doing what you're doing because it's going to be okay. At 21 things for me were pretty rough. They were not, I was not in the greatest space. I had a lot of drama around me. I was studying uh, at Concordia university, John Molson school of business Uh, getting my marketing degree, loving what I was doing as far as that goes. But I was working two jobs to put myself through school. Thankfully, in Canada, you can actually do that. I came out of school with no debt and uh, basically Harvard education, essentially, it was the same curriculum, big ups to Canada on that one. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I would definitely I would definitely say to myself, you know, continue to meditate, continue to go down the path that you're on, because life is going to get really good for you, even though there's going to be a lot of issues. Just, just, just stay focused in the present.
0: Even that comes full circle, right? Where you're like, there's many, there's many paths, but you'll get there. Stay focused. There's that this is your path, but you'll get there. I love that. And what about, um, do you have any, um, do you have a book right now that you're reading you recommended um, loving? What is, is -hmm. there any other book or podcast that you would recommend that we listen to? Um,
1: okay. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot. I've, I've read so many books on the subject. Give me your favorite. My favorite. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, okay. So I want to, I want to kind of name three that are literally on my, my, my bedstand. at the moment. And so the one that I'm currently reading, that's taken me a couple of years to read because it's so profound and so deep. And so it's dense, like each chapter is maybe two to three pages, but as you go through it, you're going to read each sentence like two to three times and it means some yeah, it's really like it's intense. It's called I Am That by Sri Nijargad Maharaj. It's uh it's beyond I mean it's just so it's deep. It's really, really, really deep. And it's awesome. basically conversations with this with this yogi, this this guru who talks about you know, the, the reality of what life actually is. And so there are people like, you know, disciples who come to him and, and it's literally these talks over the course of several years that have been put into this book. And it's just so profound. Mm-hmm. Another book that I would recommend is Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. That is, um, that is a wonderful, wonderful book that really encompasses the science of spirituality. And it gives some really great techniques for manifesting and creating your future which um, I've incorporated into my own practice that are just, I mean, they're mind-blowing. And one of my all-time favorite books is uh, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude by Napoleon Hill and W. Clement Stone. Uh, this book, I read it over the course of the 10 months where I completely turned my whole life around. And it's really? it's essentially, you know, think and grow rich, but on such a, a, a greater level. And it really talks about employing the principle of of a positive mental attitude to your everyday life. And it really, really leans into the whole idea of the fact that what you're feeling, how you're behaving, how you're, how you're greeting life is, is what's going to come back to you.
0: (laughs) I love it. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. I guess the podcast can't see us that I'm, I'm, my mind is blown. That's, that's so beautiful that that wraps it up. Like I really wanted to talk about raising your vibration, like being conscious I love how you talked about, you know, there's, there's fear and there's love, really there's fear and there's love. So choose love, choose happiness. And you talked about, it's an inside job, like, amen. Like, and, and even the concept that I'm still getting my head around, but where, where you say, there's the thought, there's me witnessing the thought, and then there's me witnessing all that, Like there's something, but at the, at the end of the day where I think you and I are just beautifully aligned in our like mission in life, our mission to serve. But when you say, you know, there's, there's multiple paths, but the truth is one. And at the end of the day, it's our, it's our positive mindset. Like that's really what's, you know, going to make or break our day, our reaction, our, I love how you bring it back to the idea of the concept. So i'm truly and grateful I wanna, i'm truly I grateful clarify Adam.
1: something real quick too you know because a lot of people are like well how do you keep positive all the time you know like isn't that kind of like an ostrich with their head in the sand when something goes wrong and and i, I want to say no because you're you're not you're not looking at this negative thing that happens and going well it's okay i'm not going to agree i am with amazing. you
0: no for sure yeah, i'm
1: not saying do that i'm saying no. no acknowledge what's going on take it in it's okay to it's okay to grieve it's okay to to mourn a loss it's okay to you know acknowledge what's going on yeah. what's not okay is to wallow in that and make it become part of your story so when you're a positive human being, what that means is okay, I, I, I see this, I feel it, I'm mourning it. And now I'm going to do what I can to make the best Step of this forward. situation. Absolutely. That's the, that's the difference because Absolutely. anyone who's claiming spirituality, positivity, that everything is wonderful. They're, they're completely shutting out a whole aspect of life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we live and experiencing
0: a world- life. Like we do have to experience loss and surrender and pain and challenges so that we can overcome and demonstrate our fierceness and our bravery and vulnerability I agree with you I agree with you there's something yeah, well, about
1: yes I mean we live in a world of duality, right? So without light, there's no darkness or without darkness, there's no light. Without sadness, there's no happiness. Without loss, there's no gain. So, so all it's, it's, it's loving all of it. It's understanding that all of it is part of this divine process. And so being in a positive place just means I refuse to allow whatever circumstances happen outside of me to make, to become my identity and wallow in that.
0: And again, that comes back full circle where you said surrender and stay rooted. Yes. Because it, Life is happening. So surrender, but stay rooted, which brings me to where can we, I know we can find you at the dot but do you want to take a minute and tell us a little bit about the course that you're launching in August?
1: Sure. Yeah, it starts up actually next week. There's still some space available, of course. So that'll be August the 12th. It'll run four weeks on Wednesday evenings at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. This is a course where I will be teaching a meditation technique that I've kind of not kind of I've assembled through over 22 years of search and introspection and just different techniques where I do a deep dive into all the things that I've, I've, I've ever encountered. And then I keep what resonates and I let go of the rest. And I encourage Mm -hmm. everyone to do the same. If it resonates with you and it feels right, stick with it. If it doesn't, don't try to force it because it's not going to work. So for me, this is a comprehensive meditation technique it's a routine it's something that you do twice a day that will keep you grounded rooted focused and in that ever-growing positive space it's something that i also i I provide a one-hour private consultation one-on-one to every single person in the class so that we can actually Go over what's working for them, what's not working for them, figuring out a different attack if that's necessary. And I don't like to use the word attack, but you get the idea. It's, it's about yeah, the, approach, I think is yeah, a better approach, word. For
0: sure.
1: Yeah. Figuring out what approach works best for them so that we can custom tailor this so that you can achieve success. And at the end of the course, the idea is that you will walk away with a daily practice where you're not going to need to look for anything outside yourself anymore. You're able to find those answers within because that's where all the answers truly are anyhow. It's beautiful. Yes. Where's best to
0: find you other than theadamkruger.com? Is there any that other place that you? Place. Yep, that and all your social. Me.
1: Um, you know, Instagram. I'm at theadamkruger. Um, you know, on okay. Facebook. I'm also Adam Kruger. Uh, so it's pretty. It's pretty u- uniform throughout. Um, I do have my Enhanced Living YouTube channel as well, which um, essentially I, I post different videos from time to time. There's a couple of guided meditations up there, as well as every episode of my podcast gets posted up there. Beautiful. And of course, there's my podcast on Apple Podcasts and all the podcast players.
0: Yay. Yeah, highly recommend. I, I'm quite enjoying all your conversations um, and your path and your, your mission in life to serve and guide. I really appreciate the time you've taken today. Thank you so much.
1: My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) we did it. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life, because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.